0: Hello I'm Howard and welcome to the 9320 podcast and another one-off show with the return of the Premier League this weekend and of course a huge match on Saturday lunchtime, sorry dinner time, I'm delighted to be joined by an insider from field, from behind enemy lines, uh, commentator, journalist, media man and much more with an eclectic career spanning across decades, hello to Mr John Bradley. Hello, you, John, had to you?
1: Mention, you had to mention 12.30, didn't you? As if there's <laughs> not enough going on about it being 12.30 already. <laughs> it's my...
0: Well, my grammar school education as well means I call it lunch, and which makes me a traitor to all Northerners.
1: Can, uh, can you answer me a question, Howie? Just just, like, you know, how do you perceive all that from your side? Obviously, Liverpool's fans. Uh, I mean, Jürgen Klopp spoke about it and stuff like that. But, I mean, he, he he's... Term of reference was more to do with this is far too big a game for like half past twelve at dinner time on a Saturday, you know. In terms of the atmosphere, won't Mm. be as good. I still think the atmosphere will be fine, obviously, but it's not the same is it as when you play at at like four o'clock on a Sunday or even half past five or something like that. And then when they say the police have said you've got to kick off, and I know there's been some incidents last couple of years and that, but if you can have a derby. At half past three on a Sunday, you know. You telling me that that's less of a, a a volatile fixture than than City Liverpool now.
0: No. So I'm asking uh, you, you questions there, aren't I? I well, I, I think you're. Uh, yeah, it's just so natural to you in it. So we'll both just fire <laughs> questions to each other. Uh, we've had this discussion quite a few times in recent weeks because we've had some half trials I. Yeah, it all depends on the result, doesn't it? Uh, if you win a half-twelve, you've got the whole weekend ahead of you and everything's great. If you don't, if you lose it, if it's a bad score, then it can ruin your weekend. But result aside, I think it's a, just a crap time to yeah. play a football match, to be I, honest. I think
1: also, as well, the players coming back from international duty. You know, I mean, had Edison been fit, you know, you, you're probably going to have... A situation where Edison and Allison are sitting on the same plane coming back from Brazil, uh, you know, yeah. decent mates and that, and then obviously play. And I presume Julian Alvarez would have been on the same flight as well, given the fact that they were playing in the same game and stuff like that. So you know, it's just bonkers, really, that they have a half past twelve game after an international break, really, when they know that that players are traveling from from across the other side of the world and that.
0: I would still say there's worse times though. Uh, it's Eight o'clock Saturday, Newcastle. Yeah. Well, both United versus United next week. There's going to be soon. Is there not Sunday evening games? So it's that, that as always. Was suck it little... up, fans.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no one yeah. cares about you. Gee, suck
0: yeah. it up. This is how we take the uh, suck on the teeth of the TV companies, and this is how it ends up. But I yeah, you're that. right. It's, it's a yeah. half five on a Saturday game. I think would be great. Yeah. I even think you know that's the. Ultimate time for me for a big match, I would say, or three o'clock on a City Saturday played, is always City okay. Play, City play
1: Tuesday, yeah. City play yeah. Tuesday Champions League as well, don't it? So obviously, it couldn't be Sunday, so.
0: No, I mean, yeah, yeah you can move. You could, in theory, move stuff. We can't move Champions League around. God forbid, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's not great to be honest, is it? Half time and Liverpool's record not great either. But I don't think City's was for a while. It's just. I guess a sportsmen as well, you've got a it's completely different, is it not? So mm. it is what it is. So yeah, all all depends on the uh, I, I love it when City win at half twelve because you then got the three o'clock so you go to the pub and have a drink and just watch all the other results come in. But you're on a downer if, if you've had a bad result, so yeah, it would've been better later in the day, let's put it that way. So mm. Yeah. Anyway, good. shall we talk about you first? <laughs> before we talk about the teams?
1: Do we have to? Yeah, go on, mate.
0: You don't have to, no. No, go on, on. (laughs) Well, (laughs) for those that don't know, yeah, I think we must... uh, A quick chat about your own early football journey because am I right in saying both our dads support the enemy, so to speak? (laughs) Does that make us both traitors for not supporting our dad's team? Am I right in saying
1: that? I mean, obviously, my dad... Um, massive Liverpool fan
0: um, can I just put in sorry we, are, we have a joint friend also called John yeah. any inaccuracies in this in my questioning join this podcast are all down to him so <laughs> <Yes>. no,
1: <my laughs> do dad was keep that massive, in mind my dad's a massive Liverpool fan and, and went yeah. all over um, watching him uh, and obviously so my first football matches were, were watching Liverpool um, and Preston North End where I grew up so um that's what we did and then we moved down to 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 cheshire and 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 like i was knocking about in south manchester uh Cheadle and, and all around there so obviously that all my mates were blues really yeah obviously you had a few reds and that but um it, it was strange I, and I, I don't know really I, I sort of like found myself going to to watch city i would still go watch liverpool now and obviously liverpool and city existed on sort of like Different planets around then. Hmm. Um, I mean, we're talking back end of the the eighties and stuff like yeah. that. So, uh, while City was still in Division One, as it as it was then, um, you know, Liverpool were, were, were this great team, uh, and and everything changed. I and mean, my dad died when I was young as well, um, which obviously changes your outlook on life and stuff like that. So, I th- yeah. you find yourself knocking about with your pals, and when you get into so, <laughs> when you're in your formative years, and you're knocking around in in cheedle and with your mates and stuff like that um and you are first uh you first come into work contact with the uh with the old george in, in cheedle and, and tommy who ran it ran it and stuff like that obviously that was a massive city pub and all that um <laughs> so yes you find yourself uh, i mean i went to united a couple i went to a united middlesbrough league cup semi-final once it's the only time i went to man united mean, mate um my mate was a massive united fan he had no one to go with and I think his mum and dad said he couldn't go unless he had someone. Someone went with him, and and I went with him and stood in the um, scoreboard paddock at, at Old Trafford, um, and just watched this game. Middlesbrough nearly beat. I think Bernie Slaven scored, and uh, yeah, I went to United. Yeah,
0: <laughs> United a name won not anyway. Thought about for quite I know, a long time, if ever. Yeah.
1: Once got his once got his backside out in a in a shot window or something in on T side. The famous Does story. Google it. For? It was, it was something to do with the bet, yeah. He had to stand yeah. with his backside out in his shot window front. <laughs> I mean,
0: it, probably normal in Middlesbrough. <laughs> it's a joke. If anyone's from Middlesbrough, I'm joking. It's just He's joking. not. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, yeah, my dad was a United fan, but different generation. Uh, I think he won't mind me saying, not as obsessive about... No football as I am, uh, which is no bad thing in a way. <laughs> considering that, the that mood generation. That I have of, absolutely of, different yeah. generation, it's and sort of, people yeah. would go to United and City, yeah, you know,
1: and 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 alternate. You know, I, I grew up with people, you know, and the dads used to go to to Liverpool and Everton and stuff like that, you know, and, and you know that things like that won't happen. Now obviously, you've got this. You have to support one team, and you, you know, this is your team, and and woe betide you watching it or not. I used to just watch loads and loads of football, um, mm. and I used to love I mean, it as well. and I had friends exciting. who played football as well, so you know, I was, like, I'd like to go go and watch them, and 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 then obviously that that led to my later life and stuff like that. So yeah, I just I, I just loved watching as much football as I could, Um exactly, and, yeah. and, and and that was my life really as a, as a young lad. And there wasn't as much on TV in those days as well. So just the 18, team. Team. just the 18 yeah. at five. I always I was always gutted. I missed the 18. I had to record every Saturday. <laughs> Saturday night. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I would. Yeah, I, I. My nearest ground was Gig Lane, so I'd go to Gig Lane. Sometimes yeah. my dad took me to Old Trafford and to City and. I'm not going to pretend I know why I chose city because I'm too young to have those memories. So. Because you were a masochist as a youngster, <sighs> yeah. and you liked
1: pain. Nah, and I, I believe that I any love city colour sky. Found... I love the blue colour yeah. as well. So I remember. I remember in 1981 when I was like six, um, my mum came home from town one day, and she like she's <laughs> really random. It's like a really random memory, and and I don't know why. I quite liked Tottenham when I was six. I don't know what it was, whether it was like our dealers and Ricardo Villa yeah. and, and people like that, but they're glad all stuff like that. Um, but I decided I wanted Tottenham to win that cup final. And my mum said, no, you're a Northern lad from round here. You support Man City. You're not having this mini Metro dinky car unless you support City today. And I'm like, all right, so she gave me this sky blue mini Metro like dinky car. <laughs> and I think that was one of like my first memories of life Actually, like watching a game and wanting City to win all because of this little card. It's random. Well, random. I, F,
0: yeah, my main childhood memory is FA Cup final day was an event. Yeah, no no tribalism there. City were, I mean, 81. I wouldn't say I have a clear, my first clear memory really is relegation in 83, <laughs> listening to it on the wireless. So, you know, thereafter, City were never in these finals. But it was just a big football event from them getting off the coach at nine o'clock to hearing what they've yeah. had for the breakfast build up on BBC or whatever. Well, you had a like six had hours like... solid, and I'd sit there at my friend's house and just watch it all. And... Do you remember they had like snooker matches between the players?
1: and, yeah. and, and mad stuff like and now, Obviously, they were always in the team hotels, and like they'd be someone would be on the team coach on the way to Wembley, and there'd be a helicopter following the coach to Wembley yeah. I mean, it was it was massive it was an amazing production i don't know how much work must have, i mean obviously having worked in tv and that, i can only imagine how much time and money was was actually spent on uh, the broadcast of of cup final They on both sides as well they were both at it so
0: true yeah yeah we're getting really nostalgic now aren't we? i know there's be <laughs> there's, pe- there's people who are like 20 going
1: what are these two people going on <laughs>
0: Watching six-hour build-up to an FA Cup final of, of two other teams instead and of just, just sitting on Twitter three all three day. TV channels in those days and a Vic Twenty a computer at Brooks... home I think that had the memory oh, of a, the same memory as a text but you had to <laughs> you had to scramble around for your entertainment in those days didn't and you? And Brookside so... not even started on Channel Four. Then. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> uh, John, John, other John tells me you were pretty decent football yourself as you yeah i mean obviously I,
1: I had an opportunity when i was when i was a young lad i played to a really good standard um got knocked back from from all the big clubs and, and stuff like that but but still thought i had a chance but uh, all my dreams were dashed by a horrific knee injury um i mean i, I bent my knee back about 90 degrees the wrong way and, and snapped all my ligaments and stuff like that so i was probably going to be like um a Pontins League goalkeeper uh, for a couple of years, and then get a job at a building site or something like that. So I mean, when all that happens, you've got to reevaluate, haven't you? Um, I didn't have any qualifications, couldn't really do anything. Um, not the brightest fella, uh, but I knew about football, and I knew how to talk. Um, so, so <laughs> there you have it. That's why I did. That's basically that's what I sat down and did one day. I know about football. I watch it religiously every game. Mm. And I'm a bit of a gob, you know, the rest of that one. So that's how I ended up basically doing what I did. So, what was your first football job then? Um, I used to knock about. um, I used to knock about. So I was up, up at Blackpool and I used to knock about the press box a lot. And I got to know a fella called Pete Smith. Um, who still does stuff on Sky now, there's a lot of media training, university stuff, but he was on Sky for years. But he he first started out, he used to do City Club Call back in the day. Do you remember Club Wow? Call? The old oh eight nine eight phone number. cost my uh, parents oh, are lots of money. There um and one day I was talking to him at Blackpool, I said, look at obviously I need to try and find something. Um and and he said look it, if there's a chance of doing something I'll, I'll I'll give you a shout so anyway one day he rang me he said look but I've had someone pull out from doing a game tomorrow do you want to go and commentate on a game of football bearing in mind I'd never ever done any journalism I'd never reported on anything I'd never uh, done much like that and, and it was like right you're doing Bolton versus Notts County in the layland daff or whatever it was back then whatever <laughs> incarnation of that yeah. Godforsaken trophy it is um and 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 so i went and commentated on the game just holding a phone in my, in my hand and it uh, was at, at burndham park still uh back then and um anyway did the game went home and then he, he phoned after jeffrey said you're not bad at that you know bit of work and uh you've got a chance Um, and I I, I got a bit more, did a little bit more and and was really keen. I was like, honestly, I'd I'd work for nothing, uh, offering myself, you know, to to do any job anywhere, anytime. Um, And and I just wrote to absolutely everybody. That's my dogs barking, if you can forgive them for a moment. I lost my train of thought yeah so i wrote to everybody that i'd ever come across people i'd never met people i'd never meet uh, and mm. just said look this is what i've done any chance and there was a company in Leeds who was the rival to club call they were called team talk uh, you probably saw them if you went on on um, cfax sorry not cfax on um uh, itv oracle oracle that was the oh, name oracle word. oracle back in the day and if you went on the football pages, which were 140 onwards, the adverts <laughs> on page 141 and 142 were team talk adverts, and then 143 and 144 were uh, sorry, club call had 141 and 142, and team talk had 143 and one, they were like the independent ones. <laughs> and uh, so I, I basically went there for an interview, in, and they were based in Leeds, and I got a job there. And and I mean, if I went through the people who worked there uh hmm. when i walked through the door you had ian dennis who's now obviously the senior commentator at five live guy mowbray who's obviously guy mowbray everyone knows guy mowbray in football yeah. the bbc um and uh, m- like other guys who have worked for top broadcasting institutions for years and years it was a really good development place um i don't know whether he went wrong with me obviously um and I worked there for for a couple of years. And Guy Mowbray was while he was working there, was doing York City commentary uh, on Minster FM in York. And he got a gig doing Sunderland, which obviously was a bigger gig, even though he was from York. Um, does everyone know that he used to go and watch City as well? I'm not no, I'm not sure about that. Um, massive blue he was back in the day. I might have. Uh, don't know if I'm allowed to betray confidence there, and if he will get uh, abused. <laughs>
0: Thanks for listening to the first 15 minutes of the show. To listen to the full podcast and all our contents, including reviews, previews, analysis, quizzes and much more, go to 9320.com to sign up now or simply click the link in the description. So what are you waiting for? Go to 9320.com now for the best, most passionate, impartial coverage of Manchester City and beyond.